Are you someone who is fascinated by all the pregnancy, childbirth, and motherhood stuff few people talk about because they're too embarrassed? If so, welcome to the motherload of all things taboo, or at least really wild and interesting. The Asking for a Pregnant Friend podcast is based off the book of the same name and dives in to all of the pregnancy, birth, and mothering topics that make many people blush or scratch their heads. I do all the boring research so you don't have to and bring you interviews with the leading experts and the topics I cover. I also share all the things about myself, Bailey Gaddis. I'm all about TMI. You'll also hear stories from brave women who gave permission to have their stories shared. So come along, my friend, on a journey into the beautiful underbelly of making, growing, and raising babies. what to do when we cannot stand our medical care provider, but we're just weeks away from our due date. What what should we do? So this is a really common question that I receive. And, you know, our culture sets doctors up to be authority figures. And, And this is something that can be comforting in some cases, but we often feel like we're stuck with the first person we receive treatment from after we pee on that stick. And most of that Most of the time, that person is the OB we started going to because our insurance covered them, or maybe a few of our friends recommended them. But then we start learning about pregnancy and childbirth and and might find that we're feeling less aligned with that OB, you know, feeling less comfortable asking questions or expressing how we want to navigate pregnancy and childbirth. Under normal circumstances, we would find a new care provider. But discomfort at the thought of, you know, firing the person who's been administering those lovely pap smears for so long can seem like more than our fragile pregnancy emotions can handle, especially when we're nearing the end of pregnancy. But unfortunately, the alternative is often a birth experience that is a far cry from what we originally wanted. And you know, going back to those pregnancy emotions, you know, we can feel so incredibly vulnerable during pregnancy. So when we have a care provider talking to us, you know, with great authority on what we should do, we wonder if we'll be doing ourselves or our baby a disservice if we change care providers. So often we we stick with them. But this decision is more based on fear than on a genuine desire to receive care from that person. And it's also important to note that some, not all, some care providers, they present their opinions as fact. So for example, they state their views on induction as gospel, maybe making you feel silly for for having a differing opinion. And if you conduct the, the care provider interviews that I'm going to to go over, you'll find that almost every candidate you you interview will have a slightly different opinion on almost all elements of 
pregnancy and childbirth. And, you know, in many cases, a lot of what they say is based on their personal experience, not on science-based research. So a lot of times they're going off of anecdotal evidence, but of course, not always. There's plenty of exceptions. So, you know, I have a birth story, the birth story with my son, who's almost nine now. It's packed with disappointing moments because I really didn't feel comfortable being open with my care provider. Now, she was lovely, but she probably just wasn't the best fit for me. And at the time, I didn't have the courage to find a new one, somebody that I did feel more aligned with. And you know, she was a she was a high risk OB, again, somebody that I had been referred to because I had an abnormal pap and I needed a colposcopy. I did not have a high risk pregnancy. And naturally, you know, she again, she's trained to deal with high risk pregnancies. So obviously the things that she was more comfortable recommending had more to do with intervention, which is something I didn't really want or need. So obviously that that created some conflict. I was still able to have that unmedicated birth, but we just weren't a great fit. And so, you know, I really wish, fast forward like 10 years, I really wish someone would have empowered me to, to find a new care provider. And if you're worried about like hurting their feelings or anything like that, I can guarantee you that you are not the first person to move on from them. And again, it doesn't mean they're a bad doctor or anything like that. It's just that they realize that, yeah, I mean, it's a personal relationship, right? Like, especially if the person is checking out your vagina regularly, you want to feel comfortable with them. So more often than not, the care provider is not going to be offended if you move on. Um, I kind of want to say they could care less. Not that they don't care about you, but I can almost guarantee they have plenty of patience and they're not going to be like sending you hate mail after you let them know that you're, you're switching care. So, okay. Once you've decided that you are ready to move on, you're courageous, you let your care provider know, I'm going with somebody else. First and foremost, conduct interviews. So these interviews with other potential care providers, midwives, OBs, um, obviously with midwives, you can't see a midwife if you have special health circumstances, but the midwives will help you determine if, if they can provide care. These can be done pretty quickly and sometimes over the phone. You can usually find good suggestions for candidates by, you know, asking friends or family members who had the type of birth that you're hoping for, or you can also ask your childbirth preparation educator. Next, you want to meet in person, ideally, with your top choices. And then after the initial, you know, after these interviews, really spend some time thinking about if the candidates were enthusiastic about your birth preferences, you know, if they really made you feel confident that they would do everything that they could to help you have the type of birth that you are imagining. Of course, nobody can guarantee that you can have a certain type of birth, but if you feel like they're, they're really going to be your champion, then they might be an amazing fit. And then, you know, check in with your gut. Somebody could be great on paper, but you just might feel like, eh, you know, like they agree with everything I said about birth and whatnot, but I just like don't feel super comfortable with them versus somebody else that might have slightly different views than you do, but you just feel, again, really, really comfortable in their presence. So again, check in with your gut before you make your final decision. 
And the I want to leave you with the reminder that this really can be done at any point during your pregnancy, even again, just a few weeks before your due date. I know a midwife that started caring for a mom like when she was halfway through labor. Um, there like a lot happened, but you know, the midwife was able to step in last minute. I also knew a woman that had a breech baby one week before her due date. She decided to switch from a doctor who was insisting that she had a cesarean birth. She switched to a care provider that performed breech deliveries and she had a vaginal birth. So again, above all, you deserve a care provider who makes you feel empowered, safe, capable. And you have every right, every right to hire and fire as many care providers as you need until you find that golden match. Is pregnancy or early motherhood making you feel other than? Is it triggering all sorts of weird emotional and physical stuff you are sure no one else is going through? If so, get your copy of Asking for a Pregnant Friend, 101 Answers to Questions Women Are Too Embarrassed to Ask About Pregnancy, Childbirth, and Early Motherhood. This book is like the modern-day Dear Abby for pregnant women and new moms who want to get straight yet loving answers to the pregnancy, birth, and mothering questions they're too afraid to ask, those questions that make you blush. You can get your copy of Asking for a Pregnant Friend on Amazon or from Barnes & Noble, Target, and everywhere else books are sold. Mm-hmm.